Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. So is the president of Penn going to go? Is she going to survive? Will she be ousted? What is the latest? As Wharton, the business school, the board there demands Liz McGill resign over her horrifying remarks. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. And uh, 67,000 Pennsylvanians have just received a bribe from Joe Biden. Yes, that's right. 67,000 people in the must-win state of Pennsylvania. Actually, closer to 80,000, but 80,000, we'll call it 80,000. 80,000 borrowers in the Keystone must-win, must-win state of Pennsylvania, the state that I believe will decide the next president of the United States just received a bribe, a totally legal bribe from the president of the United States of America in the form of canceling student loan debt. Yes, this is the kind of stuff that just makes me happy. It really does. You know, when the corruption is that blatant, when they're literally using our money to bribe people for votes, it makes me happy because at least you don't have to look very far to find it. It's right there. It's all right there. And of course, as Biden does this in the must-win state of Pennsylvania, 80,000 people getting money. In the old days, and those of you who were involved in Jersey politics or Philly politics, you know what I'm talking about. You wanted to bribe a voter. You had to give them cigarettes. I mean, you, gotta get, you had to give them cigarettes or street cash or something around, walking around money, you know what I mean? Nowadays, you just send them a government check. You send them a checky and go, here you go. This is for you. Times are tough. There you go. And Biden's going to do something else, too. In addition to this scam, this bribe that he's doing to millions of Americans. <coughs> Excuse me. I got a cough thing going on, but it's not, not COVID or anything. It's just allergies. It's just annoying. But he's also going to give out money for people to buy homes. So there'll be another bribe coming to people very, very soon. So you got the bribe for that. And then the other bribe that's coming and all the bribes. Your money being used to bribe people into voting for him. In must-win states like Pennsylvania. Makes you feel good, right? Oh, it does. Ah. 
$42 billion in debt relief for nearly 855,000 borrowers. I guarantee you every single one of these borrowers is going to vote Democrat. Every single one of them. Since October 21st of, I'm sorry, since October of 2021, 33,120 Pennsylvanians have had $2.3 billion in student debt discharge. Additionally, nearly 34,000 Pennsylvanians have been identified for debt relief due to changes in the plans as of mid-November 2023. See, when the Supreme Court struck down the unconstitutional student loan debt repayment scam bribe, Biden, of course, being a Democrat, said, I don't care what the courts say. I'm going to do it anyway. And he's doing it anyway because Democrats are lawless rogues. They are. They're lawless rogues and they do whatever the hell they want and they don't care what the courts say. And for years, for years, we had to listen to people tell us that Donald Trump would ignore the Supreme Court. Donald Trump would never leave office. Donald Trump would destroy the First Amendment, lock people up, censor people, censor his enemies. Biden's doing all of those things. And now he's bribing people, too. That's what Democrats do. They go, oh, I don't, oh, the court ruled I can't do that. Oh, we'll do it anyway. That's what all these governors are doing. After the Supreme Court struck down that, um, there's a New York case regarding your right to conceal carry outside your home. And after the Supreme Court struck that down, New York's overly burdensome law that really denied people their Second Amendment rights to do so. What did the governors of the blue states do, like the idiot king in New Jersey? And the governor of New York, that tyrant, Kathy Hochul, they did it anyway. They just rewrote the legislation in a way that made it such an absolute pain in the ass for you to leave home with a gun. You wouldn't even freaking bother. They don't believe in following the rule of law. They follow whatever they want to follow. The law just gets in their way. That's why they want to have a supermajority on the Supreme Court. I mean, I don't know why they don't follow the court anyway, but. But that's why they want to destroy the Constitution. Everything that they're doing is about destroying the Constitution because the Constitution, they're the, it's the guardrails that keeps the crazy people from just running the place and, and destroying it. And this is not a democracy. We are a republic, small r republic form of government. But ignore that fact for a moment. You hear constantly. I mean, every day, you can't go five minutes without hearing how Trump is a danger to democracy. Oh, he's going to burn it down. Donald Trump will burn down democracy. He will destroy it. He will be the dictator he always wanted to be and had four years to be and never was. But, you know, this time around, he won't let the opportunity pass him by. When you ask voters who they think is better at protecting democracy in America, believe it or not, you never want, you want to guess, you want to guess Trump over Biden by like five points. I know they're not buying the story. All those stories about how Trump's a dictator and going to destroy democracy. Yeah, they're not, people aren't believing it. I mean, Democrats are not believing it. Independents are not believing it. Republicans are not believing it. Nobody believes it. They are selling something that nobody wants to buy. But now Biden's bribing people, literally bribing people with your taxpayer dollars. Hey, what do you need? What kind of debt you have? Huh? What do you got? What do you got? Come here. Uncle Joe's going to take care of it for you. There you go. Get yourself something nice. You know, put the money in the pocket. Go ahead. Go get yourself something nice. Oh, I should give you an update on this story. Deadspin. You know, that vile leftist uh, rag that went after that little boy, little Kansas City Chiefs fan, accusing him of wearing blackface and being a racist. And they 
show the picture so that just one side of his face would be seen and also accused him of being uh, racist against Native Americans, even though he is Native American. Remember that whole story, right? And this little boy who was just so happy to be at the game with his parents, Monday Night Football, Kansas City Chiefs, he colors one half of his face red, the other half black, because those are the team colors. He wears a Native American headdress. He's Native American. His uncle or his grandpa, one of them's on like the council, the local tribe council, and he's proud of his heritage. Deadspin vilified this seven-year-old little boy, vilified him, made him a, a, a national story. Well, good to know that they finally have quietly amended Karen J. Phillips' November 27th takedown of native headdresses and insensitive face paint at NFL games with an editor's note. The editor's note says the publication regrets any suggestion that we were attacking nine-year-old Holden Armenta. I said seven, he's nine. The editor has also removed the original header photo that showed Holden in profile wearing a traditional Native American headdress and his face painted in black and red. Two of the Chiefs' four team colors. And they revised the headline so that it no longer called out the fan specifically. Now they're just running a photo of NFL Commissioner Robert Goodell, Roger Goodell. They're, they're still saying the NFL needs to crack down on racism. I, the left will never really admit they're wrong, but the kids' parents are suing. So now Deadspin's trying to do what it can to at least protect itself legally. I hope the parents sue them out of business once and for all. I'll be honest, until this story surfaced again, I thought they were out of business. I hadn't heard about them. Nobody had heard about Deadspin. Also, in addition to that, nowhere in that uh, revisions is there an apology. No, and there won't be an apology because the left never apologizes when they get it wrong. It's the same thing with Rolling Stone magazine. They completely got that story wrong about the gang rape on a college campus, but it doesn't matter. Because they'll say, well, okay, with this, this one wasn't true, but somewhere in America right now, a young woman is being raped because of rape culture. So this boy wasn't a racist, but somewhere at some other game, there's a racist there because Donald Trump's America is racist and blah, blah, blah. So the, they never have to apologize. They never have to admit they got it wrong, ever. But now the attorneys are going after them, so they're going to make little subtle shifts so that when it comes up in court, they can turn around and say, well, you know, we really redirected the dead, but Bob, but Bob, they're still going to lose the case. And what doesn't help them, of course, is is a nine-year-old boy. So good for his parents for going after them. The scumbags over there. Uh, Frank's and Ben Salem. Frank, how are you? Happy Friday, Frank. Hey, Hey, Rich. Hey, thanks a lot for what you're doing. Uh, My youngest of four in the Marines, 12 years, exemplary service, two deployments, one coming up, 10 years in, you know, going to make it a career, uh, forced them to get a vaccination. Now, put it in perspective, four boys, 16 years of high school, two absenteeisms between all four of them. Never missed. Unless they were bleeding from the ears, they're going. And he's been sick, I'm not going to say every month, but every other month. He feels sick. He's a Marine. Yeah. He's solid. There's yeah. nothing wrong with him. He could kill you in 13 seconds, Rich. I mean, and he's been, he'll call me and say, you know, oh, God, I got a cold. I got this. I don't feel good. Now, you know, this just doesn't happen to young guys. He's 32 now. This just doesn't happen. On the other side, my 37-year-old, he didn't get the shot, never been sick. He's refused, and he works for the government, too. But he was somehow 
glad to get out of taking the shot. And, you know, these guys have been lying. And, you know, I've been listening to you for years. And the guys you have on, McCreary or uh, whatever his name is, and uh, the doctors, they're telling the truth. And we're getting lied to and still getting lied to. But the worst part is, Rich, most of the people, half of the people or a little bit less in this country are not very bright, Rich. Well, that's true. The uh, low information voters, as Rush is to call them, right, Frank? Oh, and they're killing us because their stupidity is hurting people like you and I are making a living and, you know, having to spend excess money and gas at three fifty, three seventy. I mean, people should figure out it's about fifteen, eighteen hundred dollars a year in gas, three years, that's over five grand for most people. And they still want to vote for the Dems? Well, actually, they don't. And that's the good news. And, Frank, I'll break that down for you. Buddy, have a great weekend. Thanks to your sons for their service, and God bless. All right. Take care. I'll share some more data with you as the show goes on. But actually, like working people, for example, overwhelmingly, by like a 10% in favor of Trump, say that the Republicans are on their side. The first time it's been like this since the question was asked after FDR and the New Deal Democrats came out with a way to bribe working people in this country. Now, for the first time ever, the working people say they believe Trump and the Republicans stand for them. That's because the Democrat Party has become the party of the faculty lounges and the party of the academic coastal elites. You know who said that? I said that. But also James Carville said that, too. James Carville said that the Democrat Party has become the party of the faculty lounge and coastal elites. But this nature story that came out, this study on on the mRNA vaccines and the risk that it poses, particularly to healthy young people, is shocking and damaging and all of these things. And it's almost like we could have seen this coming, but the people who run the show get very rich off this stuff. And I've told you this before. Big Pharma is they are just as powerful now in this country as the military industrial complex is. And when George W. Bush signed Medicare Part D and made your prescription drugs something that would have to be paid for through Medicare, when he did that, he opened the door to them becoming even more powerful. And why did he do that? He did that because of the intense lobbying by the pharmaceutical industry in the early aughts. They wanted to make more money. The swamp, listen, how do you think you're paying for all these big ritzy mansions in Chevy Chase, Maryland? No relation to Chevy Chase or Bethesda, Maryland or Arlington. You're doing it because you're making a lot of money as a lobbyist or a lawyer, and you're going to Capitol Hill all day and you're telling them, hey, you have to give us immunity for anything that comes up, any damages that these vaccines cause. You got to give us immunity here. And they take all these people out to fancy dinners at the Capitol Grill and they, they wine and dine them and they give them money and the whole thing stinks. This is why Trump is such a danger, presents such a danger to people's bottom lines. That's why... Everything that's happening with Hunter Biden is about getting Joe Biden out of the race because Trump can beat him. They never thought Trump could. Trump can beat him. And when Trump beats him, Trump goes in there and makes a lot of people very much less rich. (laughs) I know grammatically it's not correct, but you know what I mean? So now that they realize that he can win, now they have to do anything they can to possibly stop him. Anything they possibly can. That's why Hunter Biden got the charges that he's facing. That's why he's facing this. Here's uh, Catherine Herridge discussing Hunter Biden's charges 
and the latest criminal indictment and how the door is left open for another charge. There's probably a reason why they have not dropped this bomb yet. But like I told you, ironically enough, it is what blew up the original plea deal. The not sweetheart, don't call it a sweetheart deal deal. It was a deal to cover up for the financial crimes of the president of the United States of America. But ironically enough, it was the question of Farah. Could Hunter Biden still be charged under the failure to register as a foreign agent act act? And the answer at the time was yes, which caused the whole deal to blow up. And this is what Catherine Herridge reported last night. She's probably the only decent thing about CBS News these days. Truly cut to. Now, you mentioned there could be more charges. What makes you think that? It's just my reading of of the document in in the first page. I think the language is uh, that they describe him as a lobbyist. Lobbyists have to register under what's called FARA, the Foreign Agents Registration Act, which is a government way of saying that if you're working on behalf of foreign interests, you have to tell the U.S. government. In this case, the indictment spends a lot of time talking about Hunter Biden's business deals with the Ukraine energy firm Burisma. It also talks about his work with a Chinese energy firm, CEFC, and it also talks about his work with Romania. And that, to me, seems to leave the door open to potential fear of violations. I also would add that there has been some reporting subpoenas have been issued for his uh, his business partner, the president's uh, brother, James Biden. And that would go to the idea of a fair, you know, working together, yeah. lobbying on behalf of foreign interests. Now, we say all of that, but their position has been that they he he accepts responsibility for this this period in his life, but they've in no way admitted that they have been lobbying on behalf of those entities. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, the walls are closing in here, going after the son, going after the brother. I and mean, come on, the walls are closing in and it's not good. It's not a good situation. I know that there's some talk about how this is a gift to Hunter Biden, because in some way, shape or form, Hunter Biden you know, I mean, he, he doesn't have to testify in front of Congress. Who cares? That's that's who cares? I don't care. The fact that he's indicted proves my point that they're trying to get rid of the old man. Doesn't matter if he doesn't testify in front of Congress. If, if he can't do that because of these charges, it's not some gift to the Bidens. It's far from it. This indictment and then the subpoena of the old man's brother is just a way to let them know we are not stopping here. The only way this ends is if you get out. Tell Mike it was only business. I always liked him. Tom, can you get me off the hook? For old time's sake. Can't do it, Sally. Can't do it. Not this time. The only way to get off the hook this time is if you get out of the race. Otherwise, we keep coming and we keep coming and we keep coming. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Ted's in Swarthmore. Ted, how are you, sir? Good, Rich. How you doing today? Good, buddy. Happy hey, Friday. Happy Friday to you, too. Hey, I'm just calling in to report from the Zeoli Army on the field, out in the field. Yesterday, I had seven guys standing around trying to get paid at the scrapyard, and one guy blamed Biden for breaking the uh, ATM machines. And I turned around, and one guy said, no, Trump did. He's, he's going to be a dictator. And I confronted the guy who said he was going to be a dictator, and before it ended... I had uh, five other guys giving me a high five for taking them down. So you're right, dead on. He is not winning that game. No, 
No, no, that's a message no. nobody's buying, Ted. Nobody's They're buying it. Well, thank you for your Zoli Army field work. It is very much appreciated. All right. Thank have you, buddy. Going, Rich. All right, you two have a good weekend. I should remind you, too, we're going to be in Cape May a week from today. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes, Cape May. Back in my happy place. Will you join us, please? Please. It's going to be a great show. It's our last live show of the year, and I want to see you there. If you're not there, I'm going to be very, very unhappy. You better be there. It'll be a Christmas miracle. We can all be together and enjoy each other's company. You and your fellow Zioli Army members, the Grand Hotel, be all decorated for Christmas. And KMA is beautiful around Christmas time. Live shows are nuts. They go off the rails. You never know what's going to happen. So don't miss it. It's 3 to 7 p.m. next Friday at the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey. So that's Friday, December 15th. And that's going to also start a chain reaction of things. So a chain reaction of things are going to occur after that. Starting with Monday, the 18th, I will be a guest. I'm very excited about this. I will be a guest on Dana Perino's podcast. You hear that, Henry? She reached out to me today and said, will you do my podcast with me on December 18th? It's a Monday. All right. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, totally. Then we got filling in for Mark Levin on the 19th and the 20th. Then we got filling in for Dana Lash on the 20th, 21st, and 22nd. So one of those days I'll be on the radio from... 12 p.m. until 9 p.m., which means here on Talk Radio 1210, you'll be able to hear me from 3 p.m. until midnight. That's pretty cool. That is awesome. W-R-A-Z. W-R-A-Z, Henry. I hear you. So a chain reaction is going to occur starting Friday. Big things coming. Big things are coming, my man. This is good stuff. One in four who had the Pfizer COVID jab experienced unintended immune response. This is from the Telegraph. mRNA vaccines were affected by the glitch, but no adverse effects were created, says Cambridge researchers. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not so sure about that. An unintended immune response created by a glitch in the way the vaccine was read by the body. A glitch. You know, you're glitching again. They found that sometimes led to nonsense proteins being made instead of the desired COVID spike protein, which mimics infection and leads to antibody production. These jabs created by Moderna and Pfizer use a string of genetic material to tell the body to create a specific protein that safely imitates an infection. But what they found is that it caused other problems where they wound up creating other spike proteins. and then you might have these immuno disorders that are coming out. So, no bueno, as they say. No bueno. Greg's in Chestnut Hill. Greg, happy Friday. What's up? Happy Friday, Rich. All that, all that radio exposure and all this news you're going to be on, you're going to be on the TV and on the radio more than Taylor Swift. People are going to have burnout, brother. Do you think they I'll be Times Man will, of the Year or Person of the Year? You'll be Times. You no, know, you person of the year. Don't say man of the year. That's not very nice. Right, sorry. You're person of the year. Person yeah, of the year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say that. But no, that's awesome. But I was just talking to Henry. Henry's the one main gang in there. So be nice to Henry. I am nice you know to Henry. I, mean? I yeah, love Henry. Good. Henry's doing great. Yeah, exactly. Till, till, till Monday, and then you'll forget when, when Matt's back, and then it'll all be the same. <laughs> so, <laughs> we like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind, because uh, yeah. it's more inclusive. <laughs> right. The... But I just have a quick question, Greg, not to interrupt you, but I do have to ask Henry an official question. If I call him Fidel Castro's bastard love child, do you have to officially correct me? Uh, 
Yeah, I think uh, corporate would prefer if I did, yeah. All right, so let's practice how that goes, Greg. That was, of course, Fidel Castro's bastard love child, the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau. No, no, no. (laughs) It is what now, Justin Trudeau is the son of Pierre Trudeau and not the Cuban dictator Fidel Castro. Allegedly. All right, we did that well. That worked out very well, Greg. The, the best, the best part of that—that that was back when you were in mornings. Remember, back in the sixteen, back two thousand sixteen. I'll go back that far when you were doing megaphone Bernie, and you would go crazy on megaphone Bernie, and that's when megaphone Bernie was—he was a nasty woman, woman chasing, loved the young hotties, loved you the young hotties. To, you used to, you used to get on that micro, megaphone, and the stuff that you would say would give Greg Stocker so much consternation, he would be sick to his stomach. Sim- similar to what you do to uh, what you do to, to uh, Matt when you say about Justin Trudeau, the love child. Well, it's so. what Matt the Sancta Traitorous deserves. He took off work today to write a freaking paper. Ah, uh, that's soft. He's soft, too. He is Why soft. Why couldn't he, he do is, the paper he after is work? So, he's, probably, he's probably flying first class right now writing it. Well, <laughs> just taking a first class flight tickets. just to get some alone time. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's so. I don't. They don't make him like Henry anymore. You know what I mean? Now Henry's the man. Charge up on Twitter. Just actually nice. said that she said, "Hi, Rich. Knowing Matt DeSantis, he probably booked a flight somewhere just to finish his grad paper <laughs> <laughs> in first soft. class, no doubt." He's he's soft. Yeah. What I, let me. What I was saying was all this Biden Hunter Biden stuff. I don't like it. I just think this is going to be a giant cover up. It's the it's the Dems are going to win again because they're going to get. They're going to get Joe Biden, a useful idiot, out. He's no longer useful. He's just an idiot. And then they're going to get him out. They're going to backdoor him. And then Hunter Biden's going to they're going to have his case. He's going to lose, get some time or get something. And then it's never going to be brought up. This corruption about Joe Biden, which is the real serious item, is all the corruption. And the corruption goes into the Obama thing. That's what they're scared about. All the, most of this corruption goes back to when Biden, Obama was president and Biden was vice president. So I think it's going to get swept under the rug. It looks good. They, they're going to say, look, we just we're going to prosecute the son of the pre- sitting president. This is a bunch of crap. I mm. think this is uh, I, 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 I disagree with you. I mean, it can turn into that, but I think this is not going anywhere until Joe Biden gets out of the race. I think that's why they're doing this. I, I agree with you there, but then it's just going to stop. That's okay. And well, that, 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 that's are, how it works. That's the game, though. That's the game. That, that's what will happen. It'll be swept under the rug. There'll be a plea agreement, and that'll be the end of it. 100%. That's what will happen if Biden gets out of the race. If he doesn't get out of the race, then this will go all the way. This is, this is what's all, happening. This is the game right now. Right. Okay. They just want him out, and you think that that's, they're not good at Seattle? I thought he was going to be out of the I thought he was going to be out anyway because he's only a few more months or a very little bit of time left where he has any co- anything cognitive up there up in his head he's he's a he's a hot mess how how much longer can they carry him so i i just feel like there's something else there rich i, I like that he's gone but i just hope it doesn't get buried and then he's going to take the out you know he's going to take care of his son he's going to have family matters that's yeah. what i think and i don't like it i, I think, don't like it i think you're right greg thanks for the call buddy have a great weekend 855-839-1210 yeah, I think, yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it. You pretty much nailed it. Oh, I just got a text from my executive producer, Matt DeSanct, the traitorous. Uh, Victor Davis Hansen, 6 p.m. next Friday for the Cape May broadcast. I guess he's got the Wi-Fi on the first-class flight, Henry. Yeah. So he's able to send text messages. Do you, do you think he's listening? 
Yes. You do? I do. I don't. No? No, he's... I should I should I should come to his defense a little bit. I'm pretty sure this paper is like 15, 20 pages long. Oh, 15 or 20 pages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How's he going to do it? I hope he survives. <laughs> Somebody send him biscuits and tea. Check up on him though. What a wuss. I mean, I, what a wuss. I mean, truly. But that's a good get. So thank you, Matt, for that. At least if you are listening. Still your wuss, but anyway. Uh, all right, listen, guys, don't mess this up, all right? Uh, and women, everybody, please, I'm telling you, don't mess up Christmas with everybody on your list by getting them something that's lame and they got to return it. And they look at you with that look like, this is what you got me? Clients, your boss, your husband, your wife will love the delicious food from Omaha Steaks. Your in-laws. Everybody on your list will appreciate great food because Omaha Steaks is making it easy for you to save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code Zioli at checkout, you're going to get an additional $30 off your order. That's right. 30 bucks off. Where do you get $30 off today when you buy delicious gourmet food? You don't. That's the answer. But you do at Omaha Steaks. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. I just sent a gift to somebody, and I was able to do a little surf and turf for them, and they loved it. And you save 50% off site-wide, then I put in my code Zeoli, Z-E-O-L-I, at checkout, and I saved 30 bucks. It was great. Beat the shipping rush and do this today. Nobody ever returns great steaks. And Omaha Steaks is truly a gift from the heart. Five generations of family-owned business in the American heartland, not this is not a Chinese owned company. This is this is not a big conglomerate. It's a family owned business. And they age every steak 28 days to ensure it is perfect. And they stand by the absolute best guarantee in the business. Best steak of your life guaranteed. Period. So do what I do every year when I send people that I care about the delicious taste of Omaha steaks. When you use my name Zioli, you get $30 off. Minimum order may be required. 50% off site-wide. Do it today. Go to omahasteaks.com and achieve gift-giving greatness. omahasteaks.com, promo code Zioli. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right. Friday feeling. Love it. You know, Scott Cofina, who is a former assistant United States attorney, asked a great question 
Uh, it was the Burlington County prosecutor. He, a great question is, so with Hunter Biden spending all this money on, on ladies and strip clubs and porn sites, how did he find the time to provide his expertise in the energy business to Burisma? How'd he do it? I mean, there's only so many hours in a day. You know what I mean? If you're spending all this money on hookers and blow and then you're enjoying the hookers and the blow because what's the point of spending the money if you're not going to enjoy it? You're going to all these strip clubs. You're racking up hundreds of thousands of dollars in strip club money, making it rain. If you're spending 30000 a year on porn sites, I mean, you're going to get your money's worth, I imagine, and probably log in once in a while. So how does a man then find the time to lend his vast energy expertise to Burisma? That is a, I mean, that is a, a, a multitasking miracle right there, if you ask me. It's a hell of a work-life balance. It is a hell of a work-life balance, Henry, and it is really, truly a class in time management 101. You have to prioritize every minute of the day. It's crucial. Time is the gift I would rob. You could teach that a pen. How do I fit in hookers, blow, strip clubs, porn sites, and consulting for Burisma? Well, it's very, very simple. Uh, you start your day with a little time on the adult sites, right? Because the strip clubs aren't open yet. You uh, consult with Burisma from like 10 to 10.04, and then you go to the strip clubs for lunch. Then you get the ladies to come escort you home, and then you start all over again the next day. Now, give them the good four minutes, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you know, he's pretty efficient you know, having lunch at the strip club and you know, doing two things at once. You're, you're accomplishing two things at once. It, the bingo, and that's the key to multitasking, right? Sometimes you have to do couple things at the same time like oh, i'm at a strip club i might as well have lunch here and dinner because that, that that's one less thing i got to do you know so i can get back to the important task of providing my vast energy expertise even though i never i don't have any to barisma since they're paying me a million bucks a year nothing to do with my old man nothing to do with the fact that he's vice president and went to ukraine and withheld threatened to withhold a billion dollars in aid if they did not fire the prosecutor victor shokin who was investigating burisma ah that little stunt you pulled couldn't fool corleone 855-839-1210 is the number henry you ever have a wagyu burger no no i can't say that i have delicious yeah that's that's something matt desantis like would rave about yeah that's it's an elitist kind of a thing you know what i mean (laughs) Well, he loves his Wagyu steaks, and I'm sure Wagyu burgers, you know, right there with it. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Yeah. No, I've never had Wagyu anything. Uh, it's good. It's pricey, obviously, and not every place has it. You got to go to sometimes very fancy steakhouses or the COP28 Climate Confab, because at the COP28 Climate Confab, they have numerous upscale food options available for their attendees to enjoy on site, including several that serve meat now remember the united nations agency is coming out and saying everybody has to reduce their meat consumption but at cop 28 just like how all these hypocrites come in on private jets and private yachts and get shuttered around and shuttled around in private big suvs all of which are spewing all kinds of crap into the atmosphere that personally i don't mind but they are all screaming about and um, even a couple of them will drive the electric cars for show And then at night, those cars would get hooked up to the electric grid in Dubai, which, of course, is powered by oil because 
Dubai is saying we are doubling down, baby, on drill, baby, drill. We are doubling down. We are building islands so that we can continue our offshore drilling. Because when the rest of you idiots in the world decide you don't want to have oil anymore, we're ready. We're going to step up and provide it to you. It's going to come at a price and you're going to have to wet our beak, but we'll be there for you. So among the things that the attendees were able to enjoy at COP28 included smoked Wagyu beef burgers, melt-in-your-mouth barbecue, Mmm, delicious. Other on-site options include the Hungry Hub, a good option for those on the prowl for juicy beef, slabs of succulent meat coupled with a complex mix of decadent flavors melt in your mouth. There was Citronelle, which offers a unique fusion of Asian culinary traditions with a touch of French flair. And Philly John. Philly John, which specializes in good burgers, Good South Philly cheesesteaks and good South Philly Italian cocktails. Meat for me, but not for thee. How bad do you think that cheesesteak in Dubai was? Come on. Dry as hell. Dry as hell. No doubt about it. And I bet you they did not use a seated roll. No, I bet you they put mozzarella on it. Probably put mozzarella on it. Numerous events over the course of the two-week confab. And um, the attendees will all have lots of cocktails, lots of partying. Lots of these things. Hugh Dong-Wi, the head of the um, FAO, that's one of the organizations involved here, um, a former Chinese Communist Party official who has drawn scrutiny in the past for using his UN post in a way that was thought to benefit Beijing. And they had a report that came out, which, of course, shows that the world is all ending and that countries need to drastically diminish their meat consumption. And they discussed this report over a tomahawk steak, probably served Pittsburgh style. You know what I mean? A little char on the outside, a little rare on the inside. Mmm, delicious. So all these people get there, these freaking hypocrites, and then they decide how they're going to intervene to limit our meat consumption. And because hypocrisy knows no bounds and these people have no shame, they do it over steak. They literally do it while eating meat. These people are amazing. And they do it in Dubai, a country that is doubling down on drilling. You really just cannot make this stuff up. And now I'm in the mood for a steak. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Maybe I'll go and get myself one. Uh, here is uh, the CNN report on Hunter Biden and what he's been charged with. Nine federal tax crimes, including three felonies. Cut number one. Well, I understand. I have the indictment right here. It's voluminous. It's 56 pages. But in going through this, the Justice Department details the allegations supporting these nine counts that they have filed against Hunter Biden. They include three felony tax offenses and six misdemeanor tax offenses. Now, to put that in context, Hunter Biden was hoping to resolve this investigation by pleading guilty to just two misdemeanors. But here, the Justice Department is alleging that he engaged in a four-year scheme in which they say he chose not to pay at least $1.4 million in self-assessed federal taxes he owed between 2016 and 2019. And then they also accuse him of trying to evade the assessment of taxes for 2018 when he filed false returns. Now, they allege that he subverted the payroll and tax withholding process of his own company by withdrawing millions outside of that process. They also accuse him of spending millions of dollars on a, quote, extravagant lifestyle rather than paying his tax bills. They say in 2018, 
He stopped paying his outstanding and overdue taxes for the tax year 2015 and willfully failed to pay his 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019 taxes on time, despite, they say, having access to funds to pay some or all of these taxes. They allege he willfully failed to file in 2017 and 2018, and then when he did finally file in 2018, they, they say that he did so to reduce the various substantial tax liability he faced in February 2020. Again, these are these are tax allegations. It's a little in the weeds, but uh, he faces a maximum penalty of 17 years in prison. Now, of course, oftentimes sentences are, are far less uh, than the maximum. But I'll note that in the press release tonight, Anderson, the Justice Department also says that the investigation is ongoing. And that's notable because the question of whether the investigations into the president's son were fully going to be wrapped up with a plea deal or if they would possibly continue, that became a real key issue uh, between his lawyers and the Justice Department. So notable that they included that here. It feels a little bit more than just the standard boilerplate, but we would expect that the president's son would likely make his first court appearance uh, probably sometime next week. Okay. Uh, or it can all just go away. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? They can all just go away. 855-839-1210. Guys, uh, you gotta do the, the you gotta do right by the woman in your life. You gotta make sure she's happy this Christmas. So what do you do? Do what I did. Get your wife the beautiful, luxurious, seductive, naturally nude pajamas from pajamagram.com. So good, they sell out every year. Naturally nude pajamas are known for the ultimate comfort and style. Soft, silky, totally luxurious. Better than lingerie with a curve-caressing fit. Here's the best part. When you order Naturally Nude pajamas today, you're going to get a free Naturally Nude nightie. That's a $75 savings on a deluxe two-in-one complete gift. And that's not all. With Pajamagram, you can even add gift packaging. Now, look, this is easy. You're going to make her happy. She's going to look beautiful in them. And she's going to be super comfortable, feel luxurious, everybody wins. Bridget loves hers. I gave them to her last year for Christmas, and she loves them. She sleeps in them all the time, and she looks beautiful in them. And so will the woman in your life as well. Do it today, because they sell out every Christmas. Just go to pajamagram.com, tell them I sent you. You'll get the free nighty, a $75 value. Have them ship it, have them wrap it, make it easy on yourself, and be done. The soft, luxurious, silky elegance of naturally nude pajamas. So seductive, it's like wearing nothing at all. But amazingly, it also achieves the comfort and the warmth that she's looking for when she goes to bed. So you can't lose. Naturally nude pajamas, pajamagram.com, pajamagram.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Oh, baby. Friday. Thanks for being here. 855-839-1210. So, Henry, we talked about the NCAA yesterday. You mentioned to me that you had a chance to review the issue, and you, you, you're not siding with the players this time around. Uh, yeah, that would be correct. So, How come? So, what I'm getting is that these players, they want to be paid through the schools as, you know, kind of uh, pay for play, essentially. They want their cut of the pie, mm-hmm. their slice of the pie. Um I, I didn't see where these I, – I think these athletes are remaining anonymous right now. So I don't see what sports they play for. I know they're playing in one of the Power Five conferences. But the reason I, I'm siding against them is that football and basketball drive 
the revenue for pretty much everything in college sports. And because they do that, they pay for all the other sports in college that don't create revenue. Right. Like they they end the year in a deficit most programs. Like college football makes up I'd say 95 to 99% of like all the money in, in college sports and the other 1 to 5% is men's college basketball. Everything else operates at about even or at a deficit. So if you want, I, I don't know what sports these are. That's that's another thing. Like if it's football, we can start talking about it. These are all five football players who brought forward this case that they feel like they're not getting paid. That I, I'd like. It to doesn't hear say that the out. sport, huh? It doesn't say the sport. Interesting. That's that's where I'm. That's where I'm. You know, kind of like if it's on. women's highlight, it's not making money for the school. No, it, it's crazy because you think like something like baseball, college baseball. You think that would make money? No. Not so much. No, because after I mean it makes revenue, but after you know all the expenses and everything, you're back down to pennies you were talking about b- basketball and football and and the tv time that goes with it correct <laughs> excuse me and these players who like have a legit point about the universities making millions of dollars off of them playing and of course the debate is where you're getting a free education most likely so you know that now they can make money off their likeness and their image but the minute that you start paying the athletes in baseball or excuse me basketball and football that's when the women's volleyball team players start screaming and saying, this is sexist and you're leaving us out. Yeah, it, it, it reminds me of kind of like the whole uh, U.S. soccer situation, how the women's team want to be paid the same as the men's. But it's, at the same time, it's like, well, the men draw in, you know, the higher crowds, you know, more tickets, more TV revenue, things like that. That's why they make more money. It's you don't watch uh, women's college basketball? Not so uh, much. I do. I do occasionally. Yeah. Do there's, you? There's I don't. Good, oh, there's some good women out there. Well, I, I'm a college basketball junkie, so oh, okay. I, I like the stuff. I love the stuff. Like I watch. Obviously, if the Terps are playing, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn on the game. Right. Probably be heartbroken. But if it's the Lady Terps, no offense, I'm not I'm not watching it. Yeah. I mean, not my thing. Yeah. It, it's got to be like an elite program playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no. But you're also a degenerate gambler, though, right? I, I mean, no, degenerate is not the right. <laughs> Generate is not the right word. I make, <laughs> I'll make a couple bets every day for a couple of dollars, and you know, I usually win a lot. So I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a degenerate. No, you are a successful gambler. I'm a successful gambler. It's you, only degenerate if you lose. Right. Yes. No. You are doing just fine, my doing friend. Great. You're doing just Life, fine. Lifetime. I'm up money. So good. So yeah, it's hard. It's hard to really take the side of the students if you don't know a the sport they're playing, and and b. Well, really, just that. I mean, it's, it's if you don't know the sport. Right. And my guess is it's probably not basketball or football because if it was, they would be saying that, right? I, I, I think so, yeah. Like, it, And they said it's Power 5 school. So maybe there's something to it because maybe, you know, all in all, like a Power 5 school, the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, uh, the SEC, and who am I forgetting? The Pac-12, who's going to disband after this year. Like those schools probably make the most of, you know, any other school in the country, but I'd like to see what sport these athletes are coming from. Because like I said, football drives all the other sports. Football pretty much pays for everything else. Yeah. So if you're asking for a cut of this pie for lacrosse, I don't think you're going to get much, if anything. So when we get bumped for women's highlight, not not really a big revenue maker for the school. No, I, I wouldn't say so. And we are getting bumped, not next week, but the week after that. There's a couple couple things happening. Yeah, I think there's a. I think Temple's playing in a Christmas tournament. Nice. Sorts, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, brutal. Come on. And then we get when when do all the fun tournaments start? Where we really get bumped? 
When is that? Like what? Oh, so uh, conference tournaments? You mean? Yeah. So for Penn State and Temple, those are in March. I gotta wait till March. Yeah. So the first, maybe the second week of March, those will start, especially for the Big Ten, which Penn State plays in, the, and the American, which Temple plays in. They'll start a little later than the other. You tell me how to do a four-hour show every day until March. I mean, th- there will be some Temple and Penn State games sprinkled in here and there. But... Good. I mean, damn it. <laughs> but, yeah, for the mo- you're not going to get those uh, those wacky tournament games outside of uh, some Christmas time and, yeah, in March when the conference tournaments start. Interesting. And then if they make the, the big dance, the big tournament, yeah, we'll see then. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Listen, you know, that's um, we, we shall see. Uh, I also wanted to mention, and this is pretty amazing here. This is good stuff. This person might be the biggest idiot in America. Like, I love people who are idiots. I really do. They make me happy. They always remind me, too, that whenever I'm having a tough day, I'm not as dumb as this person, at least, which is good. So this person, Henry, this was a woman. It's called shoplifting at an event called Shop with a Cop. There were 70 police officers present. This is a Michigan woman. It's Walmart. She was caught shoplifting during a shop with a cop event with over 70 police officers present. So she had a cart with about $730 in goods, ran through the self-checkout, and all the cops turned around and said, huh? And they arrested her. (laughs) So this might be one of the biggest dumbasses in the history of crime. Not that criminals are particularly a smart group, but this one, really. I I would love to, like... (laughs) see the rationale behind that thinking like all oh, the cops are here maybe they won't you know who are they going to call they're all here <laughs> well right yeah i don't think you thought that far they're literally all right there they are they don't need to be called yeah they're there and they're just going to go in the parking lot and arrest you which is what they did oh my gosh oh i love dumb criminals oh, my brain hurts Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, we got 30 minutes of nonstop talk for you. I'll give you the latest on what's going on with the president of Wharton. Also, to Donald Trump, an appeals court upholds key provisions of his gag order. It's unconstitutional in my opinion. I'll share that with you. And a reminder, one week from today, we are live at the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey. I want to see you there at my happy place for our Christmas spectacular. That's right. If you miss it, you're going to have major FOMO, fear of missing out, so don't miss it. Join us live in Cape May. The Grand Hotel is beautiful this time of year. And you will also meet your fellow Zioli Army members. The bar will be open. We'll have some Christmas cheer, some Hanukkah cheer. It'll be a lot of fun. So join us next Friday, one week from today, 3 to 7 p.m. You can come for the whole show, a little bit of the show, whatever you like. And you don't need to reserve anything for the show. You don't have to get a ticket or anything. Just come on by and see us. The Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey, next Friday night. I will see you there. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 